The first time Helavir visited death, she was ten years old. It happened in the depths of a long winter so brutal that some called it cursed. The cold stilled creatures in their sleep, made skeletons of the trees, and carved hollows from the cheeks of children. The village where Helavir lived with her parents and brother was on the edge of the forest which sprawled over most of the northwestern lands of the Kron, tall and old and full of stories. Helavir would sit at her father's feet as she helped him tan hides and carve bone. He told her about the no-eyed witch who turned young boys into starlings for her aviary just to hear them sing. About the silver-beaked hawk who tried to fly to the moon and about the antlered king, whose armies had once scorched the lands, his smile grisly with the heart blood of his enemies. The stories kept the cold at bay as it scratched at the door, but sometimes she felt like it was already inside the house, in the frost glisten of worry in her father's eyes. Helavir was too young to hunt, but she was not too young to set the traps, Every morning she would walk through the woods to see what had been caught and to reset the snares for the next night. Her older brother accompanied her with his bow and arrows to shoot down squirrels and rabbits. One morning, when a new layer of snow was crisply fallen and the sky was a bright blue, Helavir and her brother were out foraging when she found a bush coated in red berries. She took a handful. Not those, Favor said. They'll make you sick. Helavir pocketed them anyway, not to eat, but to look at. They trudged on through snow as high as Helavir's thighs, pausing to strip bark for kindling now and then. When they came to the frozen river, Favor pointed to the left-hand bank. I'll take the north side, you take the south. We'll meet back here before nightfall, yes? Helavir followed her usual trail through the woodland and found the first of the traps by a part of the stream where the wildlife came to drink. It was hidden under last night's snowfall. She brushed the snow away, but it stuck to her gloves and made huge mittens of her hands, so she pulled them off. The trap emerged, sharp and angry-looking. One of the teeth caught her and she winced, putting her finger in her mouth and tasting copper, sharp and sweet. She continued clearing snow, and her hand brushed fur, spiked and sharp, dull and brown. It was a fox, but its eyes were flat. She took a few minutes to free it, stiff as it was, and with one finger still in her mouth, but eventually it came loose, and she laid it across the snow. She had always tried to tame the foxes she saw in the woods with scraps of food, loving the wildness in their yellow eyes. But she had never been this close to one before. She stroked the pretty fur, the dark tufts of its ears. The tail was thin and wet, not the bushy broom it should have been. She picked up the poor thing and wrapped it in her arms. Years later, she couldn't have said why she did it. She just felt like she should, because it had seemed unbearably sad. Never fall asleep in the cold, her father had always warned her. 
you'll never wake up again. Get warm first, any way you can. Then you can rest. She hadn't meant to fall asleep. She was tired from the trudge through the forest, from her parents bickering through the night. And this was a pleasant place to sit, with snow creased around her legs like a blanket shaped just for her. When she awoke, she didn't at first see how the world had changed around her. She didn't feel the different cold against her skin, biting deeper into her bones than any winter, even this one. She didn't notice the smell, or rather the absence of it. She didn't notice how the sounds had stopped. All she saw was the flick of a bushy, white-tipped tail vanishing between the trees. 